0: Paint. I used to. Oh man, I could write my name in so many sick colors on paint. I would. Mo- <laughs>
1: that's such a stupid flex. <laughs> I could write my name that's in a, so many colors. That's a terrible
2: flex. <laughs> I used to just like take the cursor. It was so bored. Like there was nothing to do on the computer. Fill the whole screen. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah. It's summertime. <laughs> probably, and then, and then probably undue, got my buck cherry CD undo playing. And then it all with the eraser. <laughs> yeah, for hours. Oh, to. And I'm better for it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You're better for it. You're dang right, we are. I could
2: focus on. I just taught
0: you motor skills.
2: Focus on things for a long time because, <laughs> like, I used to color in a whole computer
0: screen. Yeah. <laughs> These kids today honestly don't know what they missed out. On. They're pampered. <laughs> They're pampered. They don't know what they missed out on. They didn't have to print out directions on MapQuest uh. when they were traveling somewhere. We are back for episode 62 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Once again, joined by my lovely friends, Mr. Ryan Burkhardt and Mr. Tom Hankledye. Tommy, how you doing, buddy?
1: Very good, Pat. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me back on this. I guess I forget how the time travel podcast works. It's Cinco de Mayo for us it right now. It is Cinco de
0: Mayo right now. It'll
1: be like the 20th of May when they hear yeah, this. Yeah, it might yes. be yeah. Victory Over Europe Day. Maybe? I was going to say
0: that's when the Mexicans celebrate v- their independence
1: there's, there's the history, buff. Is that it? Uh,
2: it's when Mexico beat France in a war.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say soccer.
2: That'd be a big day for them.
0: Football international. <laughs> yeah. Tom, by the way, I'm very glad that you grew your hair back out. You, Do you, look, you think it's a look good look? Good. Yeah. yeah I honestly, know. I wish it was longer. You but, think that's
2: yeah. grown out? He's freshly for, shorn. For
0: Tom, yeah. it's grown out. For really? me, that's
2: his, yeah. Have I,
1: you ever had long hair, Tom? I've had long, long hair back in oh, college. Yeah.
2: Did you have like the Biebs, like the Justin Bieber yes. sweet bangs? Yes. Tom's oh, hair yeah.
1: is very straight. I had the ba- uh, freshman year of college. I had, the look was ridiculous. Like, you know, you have zero money. So it's just the hand-me-down clothes you had from when you grew up pretty much. And so all my, you know, friends in college, people are starting to do their own thing. And the only thing I had was a puka shell necklace, <laughs> long hair and a lot of gel. I, I like
2: I didn't know you then, but you seem like a big puka shell. Yeah. Flip flop. Yep. Yep. For sure. American Eagle.
1: Oh, gosh. Yes.
2: Yeah. Hollister. I'm good at like you're just like sizing a dude up <laughs> and knowing. Well, anybody really. You're,
0: stereo, you're, you're sizing this up real well. This the I, buckle had a sick necklace collection. It did. Sick.
1: But literally, uh, Elijah, he's nine, he saw my senior year of high school picture and he looked at it and he goes, Is that you, Dad? And I'm like, Yeah, that's me. He goes, um, two things. And that's how he said it. He goes <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Two things. You looked way better with hair. You should grow your hair back out. And that's the that's a really ugly necklace. It's yeah. <laughs> like, Yep, everyone hey, says that. One out of two ain't bad. Did yeah. you ever pop your collar? No, 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 no,
2: never. Only on vacation when your family was never. at some Florida beach resort? <laughs> yes, never.
1: When you
0: went to dinner? Yeah, we went on the jean two- shorts that hang down to the shin.
1: We went on two vacations our entire life. My dad thought it was the greatest thing in the world to drive us. He said, kids, get ready to get in the van. It's vacation time. We're going to drive across the state to Williamsburg to the outlet mall. Oh, and then we're going to go back across the state to the Omaha Zoo. Oh man. That was our biggest trip, Henry Dorley.
2: Yeah. I love it. I I had a what I believe was a monkey defecate on my head at the Omaha Zoo. That's a real story. That's what? a true story. Uh in I the, was in the forest? Yep, in yes. that in, was it called the live jungle yeah. or something? Yeah. That's where those things can get you. At. I was Gross. I was like 10 to 12. My aunt and uncle took us with our cousins and I assume it was a monkey, it, but it was straight up something took a deuce on my head. We had to go to the bathroom and wash my head out in the sink. And oh, <laughs> gosh, It makes me queasy. It's a, uh It wasn't. Did you? It wasn't it? solid.
1: So did it like run down your back? No. Did it laugh at you? Like, did it know that it did it?
2: No, I I never saw the animal to this day. But it, based off color and consistency, no way it was a bird. Uh, <laughs>
1: was it wasn't white.
2: It had to have been a mammal. Up, and in, up in the trees. That's got to be a monkey. It was gross, but it makes for a great story. True.
0: Uh, on this podcast, we like to say anything for content. so I that, like, That's I like why like that. I
2: was I could see the monkeys up there, and I was trying to position myself under it because I'm like, it's going to make a great story for a podcast someday. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't know what a podcast is or what it will be, but I'm going to be on one. Be good. Yeah, because it was yeah. like late 90s. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, what do you guys uh, say we talk some music? Let's do it. I'm in. So earlier today, or actually this was last night, uh Ryan said that um we should talk about the first CD we ever bought. I took it as bought with our own money. Right. Like it wasn't talking? given to
2: us. We right. picked it out, we chose it, we bought it. Yeah.
0: All right. I remember my first two. Yeah. <laughs> One's pretty funny. Uh do you remember yours, Ryan? Yeah. What is it? Okay, I hear so
2: I have this aunt that's like younger than most of my aunts and uncles. Right. And she's like, she was like the young, fun aunt. And she lived in Des Moines. And me and my brothers were going to go stay with her for the weekend and like go to the mall, get some movies from Blockbuster, order pizza, like, you know, fun aunt stuff. Mm-hmm. She took us to Merle Hay Mall and we went to Sam Goody. What a store. <laughs> yeah. Loved it.
0: Sam and Goody I, and On Cue. They had big this place for CDs back in the day. On Q? What is yeah, you that? you hear that? No. Oh. I Wait, just do you remember, remember On Q, Tom? It was in the Spencer Mall right when you walked in. I don't. It's where you bought all your CDs. Is it a franchise or just like a one-off store? No, it store? was a franchise. Hmm.
2: Anyway. So I, I had my own money. I was in fourth or fifth grade. It was 1995. Had to have been 96, actually, based off one of the albums. So I had had CDs prior to this, but they were always gifts. And... My brothers and I were really into country, so like my first CDs Love that it. were gifts were like Neil McCoy <laughs> and Brooks and Dunn. Slam bam, I'm feeling all right. Uh, boot and boogie was <laughs> on the CD player as a kid for me. So, but None the first CDs that. I bought with my own money it was What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis. Wow. Just an unbelievable album. Yeah. Like one of the best albums ever made i don't know why i liked oasis but i knew i wanted that cd and the other one i bought that day was Razorblade suitcase the second full-length album from bush
1: Bush. Wow. i was
2: in like fifth grade maybe
1: bush. that's what you were listening to that's crazy yeah and fi- <laughs> so i'm the youngest
2: of three brothers so i grew up in the backseat of my brother's car listening to metallica stone temple pilots nirvana yeah um he had what was it called like hit parader magazine it was like an alternative rock magazine i used to take those out of his room and read those and smashing pumpkins all that stuff like i remember on my 4th grade folder i had pictures of gavin rosdale of bush and gwen stefani of no doubt like so yeah those were the first two cds i bought with my own money and i still love those albums i listened to those albums today cuz i knew we were going to talk about this i was like i got to listen to those again i don't
0: know if i could think of i'm sure i've heard a bush song but off the top of my head i wouldn't be able to name
2: okay one. so their first studio album 16 stone was if I'm being honest, better than Razorblade Suitcase. Okay. But Sixteen Stone had, like, Machine Head, Glycerine, Come Down, The Little Things. Mm. Hey, you don't, are these songs ringing a bell? No. if, well, I, mean, maybe if I heard
1: days them. days go by Glycerine. How did you get that? Yes. Did you
2: just get the actual audio track of Glycerine? How did you clear that?
1: <laughs> oh, I was that people. Tom? Oh, Fair, that was Tom. Fair people. use.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought that was the actual track. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Those are my first two albums about band money. Once, once. Are uh, my answers cooler than your guys's? Yes, that's pretty sick. Is I'm yours like lie. Kids Bob? <laughs>
0: now that's what you're I call music at, three. I have a feeling you're going to laugh at one of my man.
1: You, I literally
0: was looking The Now looking CDs at, were I,
1: legit. I was one of my first CDs I bought was Now One. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> what was on that? Backstreet I NSYNC? was just looking it up. The yeah, track listing? Lenny Kravitz was on there. Oh, Fly Away? Yep. It had
0: to have been Backstreet
2: Boys Hey, NC. can you just tell me the artist, and let's see if we can guess the yes. song, Adam. Yes. Tell yes. me the artist.
1: This was the first CD I ever bought. Okay. Actually, the second CD. Um, all right. Janet Jackson. Ooh. Oh, lordy. I
2: don't know what that, Janet. I wouldn't know, Janet. That was too late to be yeah. like,
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's a, get, get this. It's a five-minute song. What? What's the song? Together Again. I don't
2: no, know it. No, no, thank you. Don't know it. As
1: long as you love me, Backstreet Boys. We told you to Gore. name the artist. <laughs> oh, sorry. And we're going to guess the song. Fastball.
2: The Way. Yep. What a song. <laughs> wait, wait. Give me a little bar of that. What, how's that one go?
1: And um, everyone
2: could see the road. Oh, that yeah. was okay, paved
1: in gold.
2: <laughs> I think I was thinking of that song, Cannonball by the Breeders. Okay, go ahead.
1: Harvey Danger.
2: Oh, Flagpole Sitta.
1: Yep. Nice. Great pole. Spice Girls. Uh, wannabe?
2: Wannabe? No. Uh, oh, uh, Spice
1: World? Say You'll Be There. I don't know their catalog, know. front and back. <laughs> oh, you're, you're gonna, this is going to be very easy. Casey and JoJo. Uh, Is it All My Life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man.
2: You know, I, I if Adam hard. wouldn't have said it, I don't know that I would have come to my list. I don't think so. I, I don't know R and B were.
0: I was hardcore flirting with a girl to that song one night in Elton, like a trade, trying to date her. Yeah. Hold on.
2: He just said he was flirting to that song? Flirting. So yeah. that song was on and you were making eyes? or like, <laughs> yeah. And maybe like- How
1: do you flirt maybe to like a song? Flirting <laughs> like, to it. Maybe like, <laughs>
0: maybe like spit an RB line here yeah. and there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> flirting to a song. I, I didn't know this one, but all, all Saints. Again, another four minute and 54 All seconds. Saints? Man, that sounds like
0: an R&B song. Songs were long yeah. back in the day.
1: Never Ever.
2: Tonic. Um. Okay, that sounds familiar. Tonic. Actually. You should know this. Oh, one. wait, wait, wait. Tonic. Um.
0: I don't ever want. Is that that? No, 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 no. Who's that? Um.
2: Unless... Yes, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um. Whoops. Okay, Tonic. It's um. I got.
1: I can't nothing. wait to sing it.
2: They had like two really, really big Tom's songs. Tom's growing impatient. I know. We, we got to hold for edit here, cause I'm a, I, I don't want to give up on this, but I know nobody wants That's to fine. listen to me. I get
1: no. I want you to work through it. Don't worry. Ah, Take tonic. your time. That's um, what editing's for.
2: It. If you could only see.
1: Yes. Yeah. They, if wow. you could only see the way she loves me.
2: Um. Oh, the other song of theirs that was really good was "You Wanted More." But I, you wanted more, I, more than I could
1: give. That's, that's a great, great song. song. Yeah, um, Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> <G-100. laughs> Do they have another song? But no,
0: that's one hit. My sister, can I ta- and Go ahead. My two cousins were Hanson obsessed. All Hanson posters across the entire wall. Went for to one multi- song, went to multiple concerts. They knew every song word for word. It was it pretty was sure crazy. those dudes are from
2: Oklahoma. Is that what um, it was. Crazy. I think so. So when I was Taylor, in college,
0: Taylor and Zach Hanson. And I don't Isaac. The, Isaac. Come on. Is. The tall older brother, Isaac. Yes. Zach was the drummer. Zach was the drummer. I model my drumming game after him.
1: <laughs> In your hair game? In my hair game. <laughs>
0: Ta- er, Ped models his drumming after
2: two people. John Bonham of Led Zeppelin and Zach. Zach <laughs> icons um, that's icons a great step. when i was in college we had this i worked at admissions and my this guy ben worked at admissions with us he's like one of the top three funniest people i've ever met we're at, we have this staff meeting and it's like we're waiting for the boss to come in and it's all quiet and ben goes do you guys remember the band hansen and we all kind of were like uh yeah <laughs> who does it and he goes when they first came out i thought they were girls and they were really cute and like pause for a second and then the whole room starts laughing at him and then he gets like indignant and he goes what i thought this was a safe place
0: (laughs) and i thought they were so (laughs) funny i never forgot that joke oh my gosh i thought this was a safe place (laughs) wow but just
2: it hit the room pause for a second and everybody starts laughing at him Okay, what's the next track? Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Cherry Poppin'. Oh, this was like the oh. the ska big band craze, yes. like Mighty Mighty Bostones and... OC Supertones. I love Supertones. You'll know the song. Too. Uh, Real Big Fish. Yeah, wh- what's the song? Zoot Suit Riot. Oh, oh yeah. Done. Throw back a bottle
1: of beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know that one. And it doesn't have an artist name, so kay. screw it. Brian McKnight should be easy. Uh, one. Is like a dream come true. That was like a
2: middle school slow dance staple. Yes.
1: Anytime. Fair.
2: I I just learned Brian McKnight had two songs. Yeah. I thought it was just the other one. Aqua. Tried
1: flirting. flirting. Barbie girl. (laughs) Barbie girl. Is that by Aqua? Yep. Okay. Radiohead. Creep? Nope. Just? Nope. I don't know. What is it? Karma Police. Karma Police. Mm, There you go.
2: Everclear. Oh, Father of Mine? No. Santa Monica.
1: Nope. Oh, um, the next one.
2: It's um. Starts with a W, doesn't it? it it's a song about uh, if if I would buy you a garden, is
1: that Where it? Where your flowers? What a great bloom. song. So I'll buy you a new life. Buy you, yeah. Lenny Kravitz is that Away. Yep. And then Marshy Playground. Oh, Sex and Candy. Yeah. Pretty good track. One hit good good album. Yeah. You know. That that was has way more alternative it on does. it than like I would that, have ever it's thought. It's not just all you know the stuff that now turned into, it, which was just pop. You that know?
2: was now that's what I call music one. That was one. Man. I would say by now that's what I call music four. It's mostly like Cisco, yes. Yes. Backstreet, Insync, maybe a blank one eighty two. Britney song. Spears.
1: It yeah. went
2: pop in a hurry. Yes. Yep. Blue
0: bagger. So
1: I I did <laughs> I did love that one.
2: That was your first CD you bought. Yeah. What was another? Do you remember another one you bought like early? Right. On? Right. Okay. Probably so, now too, because I bought mine on the same day, so I think that counts as like yeah, two at of course. the same time. So
1: I bought that one, and then I got uh, the next two were gifts. Or the next ones that I got when the uh, Backstreets, Backstreet Boys' first album. Yep. Of course, I was our Backstreets f- back. Yep. And then um, I got my appendix removed when I was in seventh grade. I remember that. And a friend, uh, a joint friend of ours, who. Brett, Mr. Brett Hahn, uh, gifted me the Christina Aguilera CD. What a friend. Is yeah. that, this gift. is what's going to make him feel better? Yeah. Is that standard protocol when someone gets their appendix out? <laughs> you g- give g- them the, the Christina bottle. Aguilera yeah.
2: CD? Yeah.
0: I think Brett started something. Yeah.
2: I think the, like, Christina, Britney Spears was like the original Brady versus Manning. For sure. Like, and at the which, same
0: time as, like, Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. It, yeah,
2: you, yeah. You are one team or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Green Day or Blank
0: trying to think uh so that after like the two big ones NSYNC Backstreet Boys then you had like LFO five LFO and 98, 98 degrees, degrees. Who, who would have been like the next tier of women O-Town O-Town because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted oh, is that I want it all
2: that was tonic right
1: because I, I want it all. all that's O-Town I think Oh no, yeah that's O-Town uh, oh BB Mac. Oh, yeah. Because you're
2: back here, baby.
1: B.B. Mac. That is a deep pull from the
2: recesses of my mind.
0: I heard a hilarious story on a podcast like a month ago about a guy who uh, went around. A podcast story on a podcast. This is like Inception. Yes. Yes. Okay. And this guy went around telling everyone at this like party in Miami that he was Craig from O-Town. And there's not actually a Craig from O-Town. But it ended up getting him, like, all this VIP access and stuff. And he actually ended up going up to, uh, I think, Aaron Carter or Nick Carter. He was like, hey, it's Craig from O-Town. And they were like, Craig, what's up, man? And he ended up hanging out with all – and then eventually a security guard came up and said, there's no effing Craig in O-Town. I don't know who this guy is. You know, that's, did- that's a great scheme because
2: – Craig in order O-town. to blow the whistle on that and say there is no Craig at O Town, you have to admit that you know <laughs> no, the members of yeah. O Town.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That's a great
2: scheme of his. I wonder
1: for all these guys, these older these older cats, um, and these bands that that were very, very cool and like they did all the tours and it was very, very popular, when it went from like you're you're so famous that it's just nauseating mm-hmm. to I like to use my fame or what what used to be my fame to get special treatment to all right i can't claim that i was that because now it's pathetic you wow. know there's that there's that progression with that every former famous person you know? especially if you're like getting into
0: your 30s and you're in a boy band it's not cool yeah there's a shelf life on a boy band yeah, yeah. can't yeah. can't be a chest and Timberlake life's all about timing gotta know when to get out jt
1: He'd probably be pretty good at timing the stock market too, you know. Probably he got out on in sync on a high. Yeah, you
2: know. Speaking of boy bands, did you guys ever see that MTV movie called Together? <laughs> it's one of the funniest movies yes. I think I've ever seen. And I have it, seen it, it was it was made at the height of the boy band craze and yep. they made fun of boy bands. Chris Farley's brother's in it. Yep. <laughs> it's it's legitimately one of my favorite movies ever because it just was right on the zeitgeist. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah. All right. Were Ped. We, Ped, what about you? My or, CDs. Yeah. Uh, so I remember the first CD I ever bought was um, The t- This name of the CD was titled after the mega hit on it. Uh, I was in eighth grade. Eagle Eye Cherry. And for the first time, with my own money, went to Walmart with my mom and bought the Baja Men CD. Who let the dogs out?
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> first CD I ever bought,
0: and it was. I remember it had a yellow cover with a guy like running on it. What was your I listened to Who Let the Dogs Out no less than 10,000 times in the year 2000. (laughs) I loved that song so much. I am just wondering, like,
2: did you buy that CD and was like, I'm going to listen to this front to back? Or was it like, I'm just going to listen to Who Let the Dogs Out? I think
0: it was specifically for Who Let the Dogs Out. (laughs) My parents had, like, you know, the old, like, stereos back in the day that had the two huge speakers on the side of, like, the five-disc changer? Yeah, we all lived the same childhood. Yeah. (laughs) My parents had one of those, and I played Who Let the Dogs Out on repeat for like an hour every morning before school. I remember riding the bus to track meets, football games, and junior high baseball games for an hour-long bus ride. I would just put Who Let the Dogs Out on repeat, listen to it nonstop. <laughs> it's kind of sad when you think about it, what, what, but I loved that song. When's the
2: last time you heard that song? Oh, my gosh.
0: Probably when I played it, ironically, at a party or something. Do it, you ha- it's probably been years. Do you have older siblings? What older sister.
2: Was she any influence at all on your musical taste? No, we are complete opposite. Tom, are you
1: the oldest? I'm second. Yep. What? Who's older than you? Nate. Did he yep. have any influence on your musical taste? Nate was no. Nate was not. Me and Nate couldn't be probably more. You're different pretty opposite. Yeah. I think it's so funny to hear what our first albums were because
2: I feel like mine's a little pretentious. No, but I had I had older brothers that like were like, hey. You're going to listen to Pink Floyd. Like, you need to know who this is. And, uh, yeah, when you Nirvana Unplugged, like, I had an older brother that was like basically curating my music collection.
1: Because when I heard your first choices of albums, I'm like, holy cow, have you been 30 your whole yeah, life? Yeah, I would have never listened I to I was like, as a eight year old or 10, whatever it was, it's yeah. like, I couldn't. And, you know, those are some of the best albums of all time, you know, the, those first couple there that you mentioned,
2: you know, 100%. Like, no offense, but it would have never dawned on me to purchase a Baja Men CD because I'd have been like, <laughs> I, I'm i like 12 mowing the yard with my Sony Discman listening to Nirvana Unplugged. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't listen to Nirvana Unplugged and then pop in your Baja Men <laughs> CD. No. It just doesn't You just happen. don't do that. No, it does not. I think when I was in middle school, I asked for like Echoes, the best of Pink Floyd, <laughs> two disc on a ninth grade field trip. We went to the mall and I bought... Uh, Led Zeppelin, early days and latter days double CD. I mean, that's the kind of stuff yeah. I was listening to. The
1: thing that was crazy was we grew up in the CD age where that was like the biggest source of an artist's revenue. However, I bought maybe three CDs and it was all boy band type stuff. yep, and you know, for the most part, and it trans I can't it's baffling to me how quick the transition was from that. To stealing music off the internet via burning, yep. and it was you know right into Dre, Snoop, yep. you know Eminem, Audio like, Galaxy is yeah. where we
2: got. I think it was Audio
1: Galaxy was
2: the we didn't use LimeWire or Napster. We were Casa and LimeWire. Mm-hmm. The the what was the first rap you guys got into?
0: Uh, speaking of, I'll tell you quick. The second CD I ever bought the very next year, I felt like I should uh, make myself a little more respectable, and I bought the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, Eminem's first cd 2000 or I, 2001 i was not a big Wait, that'd be a second one. First one where he blew up because then i think that one and chronic by dr dre the next year everyone was arguing about which one was better
2: uh that was, you're thinking of dre 2001
0: yeah is that chronic? chronic
2: was in the 90s okay are you talking about the one that's got like forgot about dre yeah that's
0: 2000 that one came out around the same time as the members of marshall mathers lp and everyone was like taking sides and Argue about which one was better.
1: I think "Forgot About Dre" was one of the best songs of oh, of incredible. all time. Incredible. My for
2: rap, oldest brother did not listen to rap. My middle brother did kind of get into rap, so from him I got like, yeah, Doctor Dre. I remember um, it was Method Man and Limp Biscuit in together now. Yeah, Limp
0: Biscuit. That, that's yeah, I
2: love that that song. I remember. Um, my middle school friends were into like Jay Z, Mystical.
0: Yeah, dude,
2: that Nelly Country Grammar album. Yes, huge. So that was kind of like my middle school friends. <laughs> a CD that my parents I don't think know that I had and I don't know where I must have bought it when I like, my brother took me to the mall. I had Buck Cherry's album. That is not <laughs> hey, something that like an 11 a or 12 year old should be <laughs> the Buck Cherry self-titled like album is not something yeah. a 12 year old. No, no, but it was in my little Sony Walkman disc player and my parents yep. didn't
1: know it. And yeah,
0: man. Country Grammar, what a banging CD!
1: Two of the ones I was very happy that I bought that I like, there are ones that I listened to cover to cover, were um, uh, and it was both 2000 and 2005. In that eighth grade to high school, get into high school was uh, Country Grammar, but not the song, just that whole album. Yep, yep. I thought that was fantastic. And then, uh, Lincoln Park, uh, I think it was Meteora. Yeah. That album was absolutely oh, phenomenal. I mean, that, it was one of those CD. Like, there's a lot of them you bought for three songs, you know, or mm-hmm. more or less. You ended up really liking three songs. It just felt like those albums. Like everyone was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. Lincoln
2: Park takes me back to the Woodward Granger weight room, circa early 2000s, where on the stereo was like Disturbed. Oh yeah. Saliva Nickelback. Yep. Lincoln Park. Uh, weight
0: weight was- room was the first place I ever heard uh, Pony by genuine
2: <laughs> really <a> little r&b <laughs> was, huh? in the,
0: was in the weight room <laughs> i i wouldn't associate that with a weight room song hey, no it was but it was hopping in there pony by genuine and then a lot of screamer music after it, that it
1: depended on who showed up like it was, it was there yep started out the day i mean it was all 90s hard metallica rock. yeah yep. yep oh man
2: i can remember as a freshman in high school the uh you know i was a terrible football player um and we'd get dressed in the locker room, and the seniors, the guys that were actually going to play and stuff, they would put the stereo on and get into, like, game mode. And I'm, like, a little freshman. And and to be honest, I'm a bad football player, and I just don't I, – I never felt like I fit in with the football culture. Yeah. I'm a baseball guy. I, was, I wasn't I was about to get jacked for a game. It was like, I want to get focused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when they I, I would just like leave the locker room and go out in the gym with my other little freshman friends because they'd put on disturbed <laughs> and like stare at the floor and get angry and wide eyed and like want to start hitting each other. And <laughs> Ooh, wah, ah, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh. oh, yeah. I, we'd, I'd always be like, uh, I'm Can just going to slowly back out of the sickness. room and uh, let them get hyped. But in my defense, or in their defense, I should say, they were about to hit and get hit for, for two hours. And I was going to stand on the sideline and shiver. <laughs> so
0: I, went I didn't the, really need to get jacked to up. Turn
1: around and wave at your parents every once yeah. in a while. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I went on the football field with the sole intention of trying to put someone in the hospital. So I can understand where they're coming from. Do you play I, with a cold? <laughs> Did I play with a cold? Is that what you yeah. said? Uh, yeah, of course. Is
2: that why you're going to put him in the
0: hospital? Oh, I get it now.
2: Yeah. Jokes Gosh. are a lot like frogs. If you have to dissect them, they're probably yeah. going to kill them.
0: Hey, <laughs> speaking of uh, Tom talking about burning CDs.
2: You guys can't see this right now, but Adam's challenging me to the Oklahoma drill.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: my favorite was a picture.
0: I busted out my old, some of my old Oh, we've CDs. got
2: Adam's burnt CD yeah. book here. Look at these
0: lists.
1: Oh, first off, what? the first thing I open up is
2: the Footloose soundtrack, <laughs> which isn't that just Kenny Loggins' second album? Okay, pure
0: country, dude. I was the best names aren't on here. Which Why is a bummer. are you
2: spelling country that way? That's embarrassing. Uh,
0: exactly. I was. Can't believe you still have these. Glee, the music. I was the burn CD king of our class. Oh, I loved. I lived for it. It would take him nine hours to burn a CD. Yeah. My parents had dial-up internet. I had to start the songs before school, get home, half them would be done, and then by like bedtime that night they'd all be done. And I can
2: make a song. Kids today have no idea the struggle.
0: They don't. None. They don't. And then you had to hope like you didn't get a song downloaded and it was like remix 987. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, I th- used to I used to name my CDs the greatest names. I don't think any I don't have any great names. These are like more recent than high school probably. Um Tom, he's got a burnt CD over
2: here called Wholesome Jams. <laughs> is that one of the ones you were flirting to?
1: Yeah. Oh, Blink 182 Neighborhoods? No, can I borrow that? My, my. One of my favorite. Of course you can. One of my favorite. Uh, Pets Jellin' 90s. Jellin'?
0: Pets Jellin' 90s.
1: My, my. One of my I'm favorite. I'm uh,
0: <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, isn't that like a insult, Dr. Scholes? The Jellin' Souls.
2: <laughs> you made a pun about Dr.
1: Scholes on a mix CD? <laughs> Tom, what were you saying? I was just going to make a popular culture reference to my favorite joke involving burnt CDs. Yes. When Michael and Dwight are driving to Jim and Pam's wedding and Dwight puts in a burnt CD and Michael goes, what are you doing? He goes, I burned a CD for you for a woman tonight that you can play after you've seduced her. And he goes, oh, that's a great idea. He puts it in and it's Dwight's voice and he goes, hello, lucky lady. (laughs) <laughs> you, you may be wondering, what did I do to deserve a night like this? Don't be worried.
0: <laughs> How cool is I? I have one called Dance Party. Partey. Uh Country Fang with an A-N-G.
2: Who did you think would be reading these labels? Uh, you wrote them like... As- one
0: called Chicka Yeah. <laughs>
2: there, you wrote these as if like... Part of your game you were gonna throw down with the ladies was they were gonna open
0: your CD chitty, book chitty and bang. be blown away.
2: Hey Tom, this burnt CD is called now That's What
0: Ped Calls Music, Volume Three. <laughs> I made like twelve. Now I, that's what Ped calls music. I wanna know what's on this. You can take these CDs with you. Is if it you want. just twelve tracks of Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> Dude, I used to have like man, pets, party jams, pets, whatever. Uh sometimes when the CD stopped working. And it starts skipping and scratching. I would just roll down my truck window and throw it out the window. And I have uh, friends who, uh, part of their business is they mow lawns. And Mm -hmm. sometimes they'd like send me a picture. They'd find one of my CD's. Laying in like the cemetery lawn or something when they're were mowing—that's
1: irresponsible pet. That's
0: very irresponsible. <laughs> this so- this CD a rabbit could choke. This burnt that. CD of my pet is called "Hard Hat and a Hammer." I bet it's a lot of Joe Diffie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a country one. I remember. I thought you guys. I'm I'm mad that I don't have a lot of the good names, but I thought you guys might enjoy those, so I went and dug them out today. Did you burn a lot of CDs? Burn?
2: Um, yes and no. I did, but also like the way that I consumed music was. I wanted the album because I wanted to listen to all the tracks. I wanted to read the liner notes, the lyrics. I wanted to get an overall feel for the what the artist was trying to do. Like I, you was really a, got into it. I was a kid in high school that like in study hall with my friends. We're gonna talk about like the new Blink album and like how it's different and the themes and like did you notice the guitar stuff and they put these effects on the guitars and did you hear with how they did that audio? Like I, I mean, I was in a band and so I kind of nerded out on that stuff. For
0: sure, cool. Did you burn? All, I don't remember if you burned a lot of CDs. You burned all of my CDs. Yeah, people for would me, give man. me a list and and I'd get to work.
1: I never forget when I was getting ready for prom my junior year. I had Pet burn me a CD for my car. Oh yeah, Ooh. yep for prom. Pet's prom X04. That's probably <laughs> what it said on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any one of you guys ever burn a CD for a lady?
2: Like a mic- basically a mixtape? Did you ever do that? Try oh, to win I, I had pet. Oh, sure. That was the prom
0: tape. Yeah, High school girlfriend. Yeah. For sure. For Tom's high school girlfriend and for mine. Oh. Yep. You, you were. Had to put you, him in the mood. <laughs> you were Tom's musical wingman? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Tom and I were going home afterwards having to talk on MSN about how the night went because we didn't have texting.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd jump on MSN. <laughs> Hope you like Who Let the Dogs Out because yeah. you're getting a steady diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That steady diet of who I, let the dogs I out. made one or two mixed CDs. Oh, one no, of them for so my wife,
2: fun. so it must have sealed the deal.
1: The, you know, the thing, though, is it's like I just don't know what gets in my brain that I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this mixtape ready to go in the old Monte Carlo. Yep. This night's going to be so fire.
0: You know, yeah. I'm going to polish up that spoiler. Yeah. Oh, she's not <laughs> going to know what hit her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Doesn't it just show that we just had no idea what girls even thought 100%. Cool? No. No, no girl point. was like, "I gotta date Tom" because yeah.
1: of the spoiler. <laughs> no, no girl. You, you could have stopped after. No girl was like, "I gotta date Tom." <laughs> you could have just stopped. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh. Here's something I thought we would
0: have fun talking about. Uh, we'll see how long this takes us, and if we got more time for stuff afterwards. So, school year's coming to an end, mm-hmm. as you know, obviously, and it just it gets me thinking about like when we were a kid growing up, what we did with our summers. I have all sorts of crazy stories, but I, what did you, Burke, look forward to most summer? Like, did you have like get together's with friends playing pickup baseball, basketball? Were big cruise around town on the bike, kid? So I lived. In the, were, I lived in your, the country, like out on oh, the highway.
2: Duh. So sometimes my dad would throw my bike in the back of the truck and drop me off at my buddy's house. But right on. I remember a lot of. Uh, I was really close to my grandparents, and they lived in town. So. They were kind of my home base in town. From there, I would go to the pool or I feel like we'd play wiffle ball in the neighbor's yard. And then, I mean, Little League was a big deal for me. I, I was not a summer camp guy. Never went to summer camp because Same. it would have had to have missed baseball. And I just was never going to do that. So I don't have any summer camp memories. Uh, as I got into middle school and stuff, it pool? was, a, you know, I've pool never good? A little bit, but not act- to this day. I don't really love pools. It's yeah. just take it or leave it. For me, it was about going to friends' house and maybe riding some bikes around. You know, your parents would drop you off in town with like five bucks, which back then was a lot because five bucks back then would get you two bottles of Mountain Dew, two slices of pizza, and a Snickers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> And then it was all about like talking your parents into letting you stay the night as many, like both of you, as many nights as the parents would agree to Yep. and just trying to have an unbelievable streak of playing PlayStation and the days. And it was great. Like if um, we could just like go to our little league game, go back to my friend Eric's house, play PlayStation, eat pizza, stay the night, get up, do it all again. Basically pizza, PlayStation, Mountain Dew, baseball.
1: There's four of us um, and we were all, we we're five years apart. So by the time the youngest Ben could, could ride a bike, they just, so we were, um, and so we would take that, those two gravel roads and come into town and go to the pool and then on our bikes, cause they were, you know, boring country roads. They were fine with it. For and sure. Go to the pool, go to my grandparents' house, go play, you know, football or baseball in the, in the lot behind Steve's house you know that type of stuff and then the same thing like anytime you could get try to spend the night at a friend's house in between baseball. Did
2: Steve cool. grow up where his parents live now?
1: Yes. You know, oh so right next to the park The yep. Hammer Lot. Oh, I never played
0: a single game
1: of pickup baseball there at The Hammer Lot. I was always so jealous of everyone that did. Yeah those were fun as, as young kids. I mean mine was exactly the same. I mean my dad was just around the farm all the time and, yep. and so it was entertain yourself or help on the farm and then you know if you've got baseball or nothing else to do, ride your bikes into town, get there and you know check I in with grandpa and grandma and then go from there. I had to know? walk beans too. I remember yeah.
2: I remember walking beans and we start at like six in the morning and it's hot but it's still dewy.
0: Oh, you get oh, so yeah. wet. Sucked. Your feet get soaked. My older yeah.
2: brothers both got the corn knives and I just got the garden hoe that my dad sharpened to oh, an absolute too, razor. I hated
0: walking. And my dad's
2: beans. deal was if you guys will walk beans from six to like noon. You can be done at noon. Uh, I'll take you home, and then I'll. You can go to the pool when it opens at one. And so that was the only time I remember, like really loving and wanting to go to the pool, was after you've been walking beans for six yep. hours. And he'd pay us like a hundred bucks a year to walk beans, which when you're like nine, hundred bucks is a lot of money.
1: Well, yeah, it's a ton of money.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so
1: that was us too. Yeah. Yep.
0: Outside, uh, I did obviously help with farm work, but I wasn't. I'm not going to sit here and say I was doing 40-hour weeks when I was 10. On the farm, I remember I had a green and black Huffy bike. I got into a phase where I loved making – I'd find any board I could find and try to prop it up on a big log and do, like, ramps and jumps and act like I was <laughs> a BMX guy on my little Huffy bike. Yep. The one where you got to put the pedals backwards to stop as the brakes. did Yeah. Have, didn't have handlebar brakes. I had a long driveway, so I'd go fast on the driveway. Oh. And I try
2: to time it up when a car was passing on the highway and I do like a hard stop and spin the back wheel around and just hope I
0: impress somebody. On the highway. <laughs> I, uh, before I like started hanging out a lot with like Tom and some of our like friends now up until like fourth, fifth grade is kind of when I transitioned to that. But me and like other farm kids, their parents would drop them off and we'd go on like BB gun hunts, try to kill sparrows, uh-huh. barn swallows. One of the kids swore he could make a, uh a rabbit trap out of bailing twine. So we spent like entire afternoons, like with a piece of bailing twine, like that we just tied into a circle, hanging off a stick. And we thought it was going to catch a rabbit. (laughs) While you guys were
2: doing that, I was playing full 162 game seasons on triple play (laughs) 2001.
0: Oh man. I, I remember then like when I got started hanging out with like my other friends, when I kind of switched friends group, then yeah, ride the bike into town. I was old up then and just two on two tournament. Remember two on two basketball tournaments? Oh yeah. Yeah. We'd play. We'd set up two on two tournaments, or we'd play like full, like March Madness tournaments on college basketball. Did, which
2: Gosh, like it was good. I played March Madness '99 on PS One. Had um, it would have been PS Two,
0: probably the early
1: days. Antoine
2: Jameson was on the cover of the game. I'm thinking. Yep, of.
1: I remember Antoine that one. Man,
2: uh, my parents both worked outside the home. My dad was a farmer, but that was like his spare time. He worked at a factory. Yeah. So in the summer like there was no parents around for us and i would watch the same sports center three times in a row oh yeah while eating bowls of cereal every morning and that i remember the sports year center in the mornings was
0: legit
2: and in the summertime so baseball like my favorite thing ever i remember being really invested in whether todd helton was going to hit 400 that one year i think i ended, remember I, that i think he ended at like 372 the 400 chase yeah but in like august i feel like they were like Preempting Sports Center for his at bats and yeah, I was like really invested in that Todd Helton season. <laughs>
0: yep, man, I loved visiting my gr- mom. grew up in Okoboji, and my grandma still lived there on the lake in Boji. And when we would visit them in the summer, finally getting to watch Sports Center was the best. I'd so watch, you didn't have ESPN at home? Nope. Not until I think senior year we got a dish, so I had it. But man, Sports Center just for like you're saying three hours straight while eating breakfast was the bomb.
2: I would watch a lot of Sports Center in the morning. And then I was big into like Road Rules and Real World oh. on MTV.
1: <laughs> and then, did you have cable, Tom? Uh, no, not at the country, but it wasn't until yeah, high school.
2: I was, was really, really into like when they do MTV Spring Break Dude. that whole week when they were in like Cancun or yes. something. Yeah, TRL. I just be, talked yeah. about. This, I, I like was a TRL it, everyday yeah. guy. Yeah, every day, yep. every day TRL. And then I would also flip back and forth between that and VH1's Top Ten Videos of the Day. Because it was just a different flavor. VH1 was more like Sugar Ray, Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20. MTV was Blank and Christina and Britney and, and Sum 41 and all that stuff. I was I was a big, those
0: three channels. Yep. Um, yep. I can relate to that. Gosh, I wish I could find the number. I'd tell you to go listen to it. Oh, like A couple months ago, we did a 90s segment, Remember in the Glory Days of MTV in the 90s. Road uh, rules Road real Road South
2: America. I was like really invested
0: in that season and real world New Orleans. Yeah. Man, Yeah. I synonymously put MTV Spring Break. It's a core memory I have that goes right along with our Sioux Falls basketball tournaments. <laughs> I remember it was always Sioux Falls basketball tournament. It was when we were on Spring Break and it, MTV Spring Break was going on. And we could watch it in the hotel room. And you're just watching yep. like Cisco performing yep. live.
1: Yep. Yep. I never forget Cisco, the thong song when that first came out. We'd always get to watch uh, music videos in Mr. Bruder's room before school started. And when that thing (laughs) was popular, there'd just be like six seventh grade boys just staring at the screen. And Bruder would walk in. Okay, time to shut that (laughs) off now, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a big no-no. Pedersen Luck.
0: (sighs) Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care. Which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, he does not mow, so just as main for our aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712 749 0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. And one thing I love to do in the summer outside is, I bet I hit, had it been 10,000 rocks over five years, I'd stand in the driveway and hit rocks with an old baseball bat. Same. If I got it over the power line it was a home run, under the power line, but if it made the field on the other side of the ditch, it was a triple, and I'd play like a full nine inning game standing there hitting rocks. <laughs> I had
2: an old Louisville like a, bat that
0: I didn't care what happened to it, this yep. metal bat. and I, I just, still have
2: it. I would hit these little white rocks. They were small. I hit big um, ones. The, the thing is just caved in and dented. I hit like probably quarter diameter. Okay. Sorry, Phil Wickett, for all the rocks I hit into your field because <laughs> over the fence into his field was a home run. You think um, Phil
1: listens? Yeah. Uh, RIP. Let's reach out. Oh, um
0: yeah, I guess not. Sorry.
2: And then uh, I would take those same rocks and I would throw them at fence posts for hours. And I think that's why to this day, like as a baseball coach, I am an incredibly accurate BB. You get the arm. rubber arm too. I, yeah. Rubber arm. Never sore. I throw... Thousands of pitches a summer. I never hit a kid. Like I am crazy accurate. Well, I grew up throwing rocks at like literally like those not even the big wooden fence posts, the metal ones, the, sh- mm-hmm. the skinny ones. And I would just tell myself like you're just not leaving until you hit that fence post. Yep. And I would do it sidearm. I would do it overhand. Like I would that there was nothing to do. Yep. I, I don't think I would have done it if I would had a phone and could have Snapchat people.
0: Yep. We would uh we would have hung out. We would have had fun hanging out back in the day because I did it, but with apples. We had three apple trees. I'd go pick up all the apples that were on the ground, put them in a five-gallon bucket, and then like make targets throughout the farm and see if I could hit them. And then I'd decide if like I struck someone out or if I gave up a home run, Just depending m- on how my accuracy was. Just mumbling to yourself, yeah. Who the dogs <laughs> at? Out there
1: practicing my long toss with an old Granny Smith. Do you remember when when our coach, uh, our basketball coach, as a as little kids for tournaments, he uh. He would make us walk his bean fields yep. for our jersey to earn the jersey, and, and we and and we'd get to go to Pizza Ranch too. Yep, and we would In walk. With, we'd walk with him for like a week. Is oh, this
2: the basketball coach I think it is? Yes.
0: Dean. D- Dean. Yes.
1: Dean. God, what a guy. We would walk for it with we did him like
0: for, 12 hours of bean walking for a for, $14 for jersey. A, it
1: wasn't even $14 at the time, probably. <laughs> I mean, it was like a it was like a cotton. He knew what he was doing. It was like a cotton
0: jersey, yeah. too. It Reversible, though. One side black, one yeah, side red. Yeah. Dean's the man. Yeah. He is. It, I thought I got out of it one year because uh, my family and I went to uh, Gold Lake, Minnesota for a vacation. He remembered. And I was pumped. Shout out, go Lake. Shout out, go Lake. Great walleye fishing. Great, great people. Yep. Great people, great perch. Um, and I thought I got out of it. And my dad and Dean are really good friends. We got back, and my dad gets off the phone and goes, well, that's Dean. He says you got to go help him mow all day in Pocahontas tomorrow. You got to earn that jersey. It's like, that son of a gun didn't forget. Oh, so yeah. I had to go mow. Then I convinced his son, my, who was also yeah, there. Yeah, you had to earn the jersey, man. Yeah. I, and then I convinced his son, who was also there, to do uh, lawnmower races with me. And so we just started tearing around the yard and then he comes running across the bean field. What are
1: you doing? supposed to be my the lawn. Sorry, got excited. (laughs) I did, when you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, I wanted to get this story about my youngest brother, Ben. Uh, You mentioned the six o'clock to noon bean walking. That was exactly our formula with my dad. He'd take all four of us out there, give us a water bottle and say, you need to get to here by noon. And if you do, you're done. And we'd all start walking right away and Ben would just sit in the end rows and screw around. And we'd come <laughs> back and we'd start just berating him like, come on, you, you little <laughs> sissy and this and that. He would get progressively madder at us because he didn't want to do anything. And what you couldn't make him do anything, but we all knew we had to get to there if we wanted to be done. So we just do his work for him and he
0: gained the system.
1: And we got so mad at him a few times that what he'd do is if we crossed the line enough where it really made him mad, while we were walking down the other end, he'd take dirt clods and put it in the water bottle. Ugh. And then it turned into just mud water. And then and we'd, come dehydrated. Back to, we'd come back to get a drink and we'd drink mud water <laughs> and had no water that for rascal. the whole morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, That would make me so mad. Brothers. I love water. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Walking beans and roguing and detasseling. But I never
2: detasseled. It My was no fun. older brother did that for some money, but it was I, horrible. I never did it. I hated it. Don't the corn leaves like cut you up and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Tom yeah. would do Tom would do it contractor like 17-hour days. Yeah.
1: Uh, it it basically – Doesn't it pay really well when you're a high school kid? Well, uh, it depends on what you get involved with. Um, it, you know, we had an old uh, uh, professional seed association. It's an actual company. They just hire kids for minimum wage, and then they'd work them from like 5 in the morning till noon you know pay him you know that's what i did very little i got paid very little but i got on with a contract crew because my my dad graduated with this gal that ran it and and it was like for her kids for to help them earn college she took nothing housed us out of pocahontas and we'd go to algona um for once
2: you, you stayed in pocahontas
1: stayed in pocahontas at their at their really big house they had five kids and they had a finished attic where they just put like 12 beds and like All the guys stayed up in the attic. I mean, there's probably ten to fifteen of us staying at that house for two weeks. And then whenever there was a a deal over in in, in Pocahontas with Pioneer, we'd drive or in Algona with Pioneer, we'd drive over to Algona. And whenever there was a deal in Alto with PSA for for the crews they that couldn't get to them, they'd hire us and they'd pay us so much per acre. And so, you know, we all only made money if we got acres. So we would drive wherever there were acres and work until we couldn't, you know, until it was dark. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like a lot of days I'd say it was easily 14 hours, some days 16, to, you know, including See, drive time. The kids that I know that do always made like thousands in the summer. Yes, yes. I mean, we I paid for my – because I started my senior year and I did it until my second year of law school, uh, my senior year in high school to my second year. So it's like six years. Um, and each year I paid for my tuition for at least a semester, maybe a semester and a half. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you worked and that's all you did. Like you worked and you slept. That was it. So, I mean, it was, I, it was terrible. Never want to do it again, but I mean, it was worth it for that period of time in your life. Is it, you know how like walking beans is pretty much obsolete because
2: the spray is detasseling still a thing or. Yes. Detassing. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I thought it was
0: gone. Nope. Because I, I don't see people doing it
1: for seed corn around here. Cause, um, and so it's over in Algona still, at pioneer plant, you know, they can only get so many of, of the females, um, pulled out with those rollers. There's always, you're talking out. about
2: female corn for those that Fe- don't, Yes, they're not ag people listening,
1: <laughs> the female corn, um, <laughs> you know, and so you have to get the rest of those tassels. Um, so yeah, I don't know that they'll ever, I, sh- I shouldn't say ever, but, I'm, you know, it's it's probably always going to be a thing.
0: Yeah. Yep. My uh, two core memories of detasseling was like three days into it, I got promoted to foreman, foreman, because I was freaking rocking it and not like missing anything. And then one year, there was a bunch of, I got to the end row, and there's a bunch of girls like crying and like yelling and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there was a baby deer that got all sorts of tangled into a barbed wire fence, and there was no getting it out. Oh, no. and these girls were That's like freaking out and didn't know what to do and my boss comes up he goes well he was, he was only like three years older than me he was like the foreman of the foreman he goes we're gonna have to end it so he gave me a shovel and I oh geez <laughs> the, uh, the circle of life the circle of life one last thing I remember about summers very very clearly the heat? Uh, I want to see, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, I don't know if you guys had the same experience. Probably not. I watched a lot of figure skating. <laughs>
1: what? Excuse me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> figure skating was always on, and my mom loved to watch in it. In the summer? And, and, yes, and my mom and my you sister. mean once
1: every four years? Like my the Olympics? No, or? like,
0: it was It was like big with like Scott Hamilton. Oh, whoa whoa, 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 time out. Brian Boitano. Okay, are you like a huge Tara Lipinski guy? No, but my Michelle mom and Kwan? sister loved I I know all the names. Okay. My mom and sister loved watching it, and I was a young boy. And if I wasn't outside working or doing something, I was in the house. Watched a lot of figure skating.
1: I'm yeah. a huge Tonya Harding fan, by the way.
0: <laughs> yep. This was post her, but not I mean,
1: me. I'm mostly just a Jeff Galooly fan. <laughs> I like them both.
0: I like someone who I like people who make their own way in life.
1: No, I like people that <laughs> literally risked it all to try yeah. to be a champion. Exactly. You know? uh, Jeff
0: Galooly.
2: Who wins in a fight? Tanya Harding and Jeff Gillooly versus the New Age Outlaws. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Ped wearing a shirt. Definitely the Outlaws. I want to see Ped wearing one of those shirts where it looks like the um, NBA Jam team select. With the two people, but it's Harding and Galuli. <laughs> wouldn't that would be, be great? And like the little meter, one of them is like lead pipe to the knee and Galuli's is <laughs> like you, all the way full. Do Ooh. you guys do you, do,
1: do you? guys think you have anyone in your life that loves you as much as, as he loved her to like literally no. risk going to jail like that? No. I don't think there's a person in my life no. that would do. My
2: wife loves me, but she has a moral compass, so yeah. she wouldn't
1: do that. Yep. Yeah. I don't have anyone.
0: I might do it for people, but no one would do it for me,
1: Ped. Well, ped. you never ask, Ped. It's yeah. true. It's true. You never ped. Know if there's asks. a rival podcaster ever that you need me to take him out at the knees, fair. I'm your man. They got
0: a couple in mind. Yeah, I'll slip you a hundred bucks and some names.
2: Yeah, perfect. He just slid Tom a paper that says Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> this guy's really doing numbers that i'd like to be doing and he's getting in my way of growth can you take him out? yeah you just need to sell like he gets like three million downloads every week you seem to sell like gets? testosterone pills he, and... he actually gets like five million i've never listened to
2: his podcast Is i it... can sum it up does i can sum it, it up he gets like yeah, it's it like five million and all some right. of
1: the episodes are like three hours all right here we go here we go i'm summing up joe rogan right now welcome to joe rogan experience comedian or mma fighter or political commentator do you want to do some dmt I have elk in my freezer. <laughs> COVID's whack, right? What is DMT? Is that a drug? It's a I, drug. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, like, Isn't basically it- it's 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 drugs and it's politics. He's big on
0: Alpha Brain, which is something I want to try sometime.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, his a lot of his stuff is very repetitive. Isn't
2: time, he big yeah. into um, like his guests exploring any crazy theories they have? Yes. Oh, yeah. he's, he's There's into, nothing that's he, off limits. Yeah, he's into
1: hearing whatever it is they want to talk yep, about. Nothing's yeah. off limits. He had Alex Jones on there the, like like way post you know all of his stuff, like within the last Year mm-hmm. Alex Jones has been on there. And saying I've never heard if, of a yeah. Joe Rogan
2: podcast feels like in this day and age. Me saying I've never seen a Star Wars movie, <laughs> yeah. I feel like
0: it's. <laughs>
2: I've, it's only, I've only, I've only yeah. listened
0: to like three, and I've also only seen one Star Wars movie ever.
2: What are your guys's top podcasts you're listening to right now besides Backroads and Bonfires? Yeah, Tim, Backroads Tim, and
0: Bonfires
1: number one. Go ahead, Tim Ferriss i love tim Ferriss. I think i've heard awesome. of
2: it
0: never listened he
2: doesn't
1: he doesn't release is he comedy or is he serious no he's very serious it's oh. a it's a very he's a self-improvement type of guy he's mm-hmm. a real big thinker he wrote the four hour work week if you ever read that book. i've heard of that yep um he's kind of a he's an angel investor a little bit so like he's a writer primarily and a podcaster primarily but he's also like an investor in like tech startups and stuff and it's always about self improvement he doesn't talk about politics it's basically all he wants he interviews his podcast is around interviewing super high class people to like break down how they've been successful and try to help people see over time if they listen to him enough the the trends that intermix with all these hmm. super successful people and i it's a very helpful podcast some of the stuff you don't want to listen to i mean it, there you know there's guys like you know not Elon Musk, I don't think he's ever been on there, but you know, Mark Zuckerberg's been on there and it goes down, you know, all the way down to some ultra marathoner to some, you know, corporate lawyer to, you know, it's just people that have been super successful in their field. So some of the interviews on the substance probably aren't going to be interesting to you, but if you can yeah. get past the substance and get to like what he wants you to get to, which is listen to the habits that they talk about as they're talking about the substance and then I think you can get to the point where you can listen to every single one of his podcasts, which I'm to that point with him now. Even though I don't like listening about physics when a physician or you know a, yep. you know a physics guys on there or whatever, but yeah. not surprisingly, none of mine are serious. I listen to. Fly
2: on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade, Smartless. I've heard it's awesome. Whoa, it I've
1: never heard of that one. It's
2: Dana Carvey and Smartless David Spade. Is hilarious. And every guest either was an SNL host or was a cast member. So it's, it always ends up revolving around SNL, which is my favorite show. Okay, I mean. I listen to Smartless with Will Arnett, Bateman, and Sean Hayes. Hilarious. The Rewatchables. Amazing. Bill, Bill Simmons. S- I used to listen to Bill Simmons more. It's mostly just never an do NBA now. and NFL podcast. I almost never do now. He doesn't have a lot of other sports I stuff on. He used to. And then... um Conan O'Brien.
1: I mean it's all, I I want to laugh when Conan I meet him. Conan O'Brien needs asses. a friend.
0: Yeah. It's a great one.
1: So I go back, yeah, I I, I like that difference cuz I I like to joke around personally, but like if I'm on the road, I get a lot of road time. So it's like if I'm on the road, like I want my I just want to be thinking about something and like trying to get better. Tom's a, a carny, so he travels from town to town a lot. He runs a <laughs> tilt-a-world. Uh it's super lucrative business. <laughs> They give the Tilt's World the, always has a box full of quarters. The, the circus gives you the tools to be your own boss.
0: Yeah, that's where I got to know Jeff Galooly.
1: Yep. You
2: guys big Joe Dirt fans?
0: <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> Heaven forbid you don't win every time. It's not UNICEF. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Lately, my number one is Boston with the boys. Oh, that's My good. goodness. it is Who's that? It has gotten really good. Taylor Lewan, who's current mm-hmm. offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans and, isn't he retired now no he's still playing and then the former linebacker from the Titans uh will Compton but it's not they don't really talk a ton of football they have tons of comedians on and Bussing? other athletes busting with the boys it's phenomenal hmm. I love it so much part
1: of my takes and is a really fun yep. lesson too yeah yeah
0: number two for me would probably be the Ryan Rossillo podcast
1: I love Rossillo Russillo's the man Russillo's He's got. he's got a really measured take on Everything it seems like. Plus, he yep. looks like our
2: business teacher at Alto Aurelia, Tim Galvin. Tim Galvin, he looks exactly like and Tim Galvin. And they sound the yeah. same. Yeah.
0: When they talk. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: I'm a big Galvi guy, yeah. so it's crazy. Yeah, he looks exactly like Tim. Yeah.
0: Number three for me would be Duck Call Room with uh Uncle Cy, Martin, uh some of the guys that build from Duck Dynasty that build the Duck Calls. It's hilarious, and it's got a lot of faith stories. Big Dave Ramsey show guy. Like the Dave Ramsey show.
1: Yeah, I I listened to a lot. I listened to a lot of Dave, but it, yeah, he's got a lot of wisdom. I'm choosy
0: with yeah. which episodes
1: I listen to.
2: Wow! wow. wow.
1: I was laughing. Stab I had to hit him face. with a
0: walk and stab in I him was the face with a soldering iron. I've been I've been wow. laughing so hard at the impersonations and stuff while listening to editing,
1: <laughs> like Owen Wilson. Wow, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grish! All right, I wish I was a better impersonator. I've never been good at it. I can do a here on the
0: Backroads and Bonfires podcast. My name is Morgan Freeman and good old Andy Dufresne. I guess
2: I just missed my friend. Uh, you guys want to hear my Aaron Neville yes. impression?
1: Yes. This is Aaron Neville. Oh my god. You, <laughs> the you, SNL skit they did. That's such a
2: niche impression oh, right dude, there. There's probably way. a lot of people that have forgotten about her in Neville.
1: No. Not me. No, I'll never forget.
0: Let's just let's just let, let's quick run through some random 90s topics I wrote down. Just we give you, me some quick hitters right here. Yeah, quick hitters 90s. I wrote down five things had, from the you, 90s you, that came to my head. You
1: want a fast take. Let's fast take it. Okay, okay. let's
2: yeah, speed round, speed round. crossfire. Yeah. All right. Lunchables. Ah, uh, pro
1: love them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pro lunchable. Yeah, very pro lunch. I still like. I've told this story. Maybe not. Lunchables out here, are so clutch. My wife, she'll buy four lunchables because we have four kids. She only buys four, and she buys four pizza lunchables. And I'll be damned if she hasn't figured out yet that I'm a pizza lunchable fiend. And, See, I don't, I don't mess with pizza lunchables. I uh, love them.
2: Just give me the original turkey and ham. Yeah. The little kids charcuterie board or whatever it is. is crackers, I don't know how cheese. to say that word cuz I'm not sophisticated with a uh, what was in there? Capri Sun? Yeah, Capri, Capri Sun. Sun maybe yeah.
1: maybe uh maybe an Oreo? Yeah. It comes with an Oreo. We'll sure. trip, trip to Peterson Park pet. Oh with, man. Lunchable.
0: Peterson Park with the Lunchables. Sometimes yep. on a Try road my trip, my pizza Lunchable on the ground, Once Wonder murder people. <laughs> so pissed. Sometimes on a road trip, and we stop at a gas station, I'll just get a
2: Lunchable cuz they have the little yeah. The little uh this ham eat. and cheese one. I love them. I think it's great. Back
0: when when I went on my weight loss journey back in the day, I would eat only a Lunchable for supper as like a 27-year-old adult didn't really fill me up, but it did the trick and a Gatorade Zero.
2: Hmm. Huh. It worked. This is like your version of Joe Rogan's like eating plan. Yes. True.
1: Yeah, Lunchable. he's he's all elk meat and
2: and Adams like Lunchable Gatorade Zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the secret that's a, to uh, long life and high testosterone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Next topic: uh, the Macarena.
1: Bogus. I'm out. Yep, hate it.
0: You didn't yeah. like doing the dance? It's, no,
1: d- it's too slow. It's not real dance. It's just it's it's not True. a dance. Tough it's one to too screw up, slow.
0: even if you're uncoordinated.
2: It's too slow. I'm more of a Cotton Eye Joe guy.
0: If, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my man, <laughs> I have a Macarena memory. Me and all my cousins on my mom's side uh, went and did it at the nursing home. We were visiting my grandpa there one year, and. All the residents gathered in, like, the main room <laughs> while, like, eight of us cousins did the Macarena for, like, 20 minutes straight for them. People, like, kids today, the, It's dances are still
2: happening. Like, right now, it's the gritty.
1: Yes. The then it was hit at? the
2: Quan before and the Dougie. The, de- the okay, I remember the Dougie. Stanky leg. Like, yeah. we had these back in the day. It was just the Macarena. The electric yeah. slide. <laughs> the moonwalk. Uh, Pogs. Never uh, played with them. I, I had a lot of them. And I had a little plastic sleeve I kept them in. And a what little, were they? They were cardboard discs. Tom, do you know what pogs were? Yes. They I, were,
1: I didn't get it. I didn't get it, I guess. Yeah, I never got
2: yeah, it. They were cardboard discs. It's like Pokemon and to me. Certain ones were more valuable than others. Um and then you would stack them face down so it's in like, a big stack in the middle. And like I had like a little neoprene mat that it was like an official pog mat thing. And then you had your slammer, which was made out of metal or like plastic, and it was thicker. Okay. And on your turn, you would slam that slammer down on the stack of pogs. And any of them that bounced and flipped over, you got to keep. And even that landed face down, you put back in a stack and the other guy could now go. So it's like squid game. I, yeah, I don't get that reference. But <laughs> then there's two ways to play it. From my memory was whoever got you would count the stack and it was an odd number whoever got more of the stack like won the pog the game of pogs
1: huh.
2: it, but or you could play for keeps and you would like risk your better pogs and any one you flipped over you got to keep which we played for keeps and this that's, girl cried cuz we took where all of her pogs is that phrase come
1: from this girl cried is that where that fr- Ashley
2: cried is
0: that where play for keeps comes from no i, I don't play think for so keeps. Oh.
2: I think that saying's been around for quite a I while. We're about ready to break news, yeah. But <laughs> breaking moves. Mm-hmm. Every year <laughs> of elementary school, we had like a different fad. One year it was pogs. The next year it was yo-yos. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pokemon hit. Well, I was not into it, but I remember in like middle school, Pokemon hit. I was on to something else at that point. But
1: I always, you know, you know how like you oh, fingers
2: tech tech, finger skateboards. That was yeah. that was like sixth grade. Huh.
1: Uh, ber- make- makes. One one idiosyncrasy I had with me, or like you know, personality flaw. Did you ever get like when you were playing baseball? I'll just use this as your reference point. Did you ever get like like personally jealous about someone else's baseball skills? Yeah, older kids. Okay, Shannon well, Smith. He was a stud. Well, for me, for me, most sports, I just didn't care enough because I knew I was, I, I knew I was a white. On an athletic kid from Iowa, like I didn't have a chance. I just wanted to play sports for what they were. Jordan Bohana made a whole career. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but for me, I got irrationally angry about other people's yo-yo skills when that was a big thing. Oh, in yo-yoing. School. If people could yo-yo better than I could, I was pissed man i could walk the dog with the best of them you were very good ped i had at like yo-yo seven yo yo-yo sportsman yeah.
0: wasn't there like- a yo-yo like thing like the cradle or y- yes oh I, yeah I, where you like flip the strings together and you're yep. cradling it between the strings
1: yep while it's spinning still Yep, and, and you can make it sleep you yep. sit
0: walk the dog oh man i used to laugh at the kids who couldn't make it sleep it was so
1: easy yep no, you ped had a great yo yo and sportsman's
0: and storm lake sold so many yo yo's.
1: As with everything, I was pretty average at yo yoing, you know. There's a great Simpsons episode
2: where the yo yo people come to yeah. school and a yo yo craze starts, <laughs> they predict everything. Mm-hmm. All right,
1: you're a lot better at being a doctor than us, though. Uh, f- I, I do not practice actively, but he rests his case. Yeah,
0: um, the you remember paint on the computer, the paint My, app you open up? Microsoft Paint. Yep, you remember that. It yep. literally just came to me today. I was thinking of like computer stuff and I thought of paint. I
2: think of more of that pinball game that came preloaded on Windows and the downhill skiing game. Where oh the, where the like a like space bar out. or something
0: for the flippers, right?
2: And then the, or the ab- arrows. Abominable
0: Snowman.
1: Do you guys wow. remember reading t- reading trips in the nineties?
0: Like if you read enough books, you gotta no, uh, no. I remember the Pizza Hut I never went on the trips. I'd always like kids. finish two books under because I yeah. procrastinated okay. and, me and all the rejects would have to stay back and not that, go on the trip. That was me, Pat. I was a huge... Yeah. Not, <laughs> not me, man. I was a huge Tom, reader. Yeah. Me and Tom and like seven yeah. the girls from our class didn't go.
1: There was literally one year... I missed out in the Tulip Festival twice
0: and yep. the Omaha Zoo once.
1: Sixth grade. Sixth grade, I was like, I'm finally going to get all my books. I got to like 20 books and you're supposed to get to 35 or yep, something 35. like that. 35. 35 books. EBS. And then literally the last month or the last half a month before it was due, I just started taking the tests for a whole bunch of books to see if I could just blow through a lot of them and yeah. wind up on the
2: trip, and I, I missed it. So I, back man. then I was reading Goosebump books, uh, Boxcar Jealous. Children, great books. Yeah, yeah. I Gary, got thirty. Gary Paulsen. I love. I got thirty
0: four the last the last year that we were to do it. I got thirty four, and the day of that morning of, I passed the thirty fifth book, but they said I didn't do it in time. Would let me go go, and I was oh. sitting in school like plotting horrible things I wanted to do to people because they didn't (laughs) let me go on the trip
2: Adam you sound like such an intense brooding kid like you dropped a
0: Lunchable and you almost uppercut the whole town Yeah, I was like that I took it personally.
1: Yes, he did.
0: Paint. I used to. Oh man, I could write my name in so many sick colors on paint. I would. Mo- <laughs>
1: that's such a stupid flex. <laughs> I could write my name that's in a, so many colors. That's a terrible flex.
2: <laughs> I used to just like take the cursor. It was so bored. Like there was nothing to do on the computer. Fill the whole screen. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah. It's summertime. <laughs> and probably, then, and then probably undue, got my buck cherry CD then undo playing. it all with the eraser. <laughs> yeah, for hours. Okay. to. And I'm better for it.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> better
0: for it. You're dang right, we are. I could focus on. I just taught you motor I skills.
2: Focus on things for a long time
0: because it's like I used to color in a whole computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> These kids today honestly don't know what they missed out. On. They're pampered. They're pampered. <laughs> they don't know what they missed out on. They didn't have to print out directions on MapQuest uh. when they were traveling somewhere.
1: Do you remember no, how, how nauseating chill. that was and scary it was when your parents took you to like a big city and they have a freaking atlas out like, yeah. I missed
0: the freaking accident. Why we, weren't you telling we, me? We were going, going to va- driving
1: with their knees yeah. while the
0: thing is blocking the windshield. They're like folding it down to see the road. We
2: used to go to vacation in northern Minnesota every year to Rush Lake. And whenever we drive through Minneapolis, my parents would like turn the radio off and tell us like nobody talks until we're through Minneapolis because my mom's up there with Rand McNally in the passenger seat, getting this sorted out. <laughs> my dad's driving and it's like, we got to n- make sure we don't miss our exit. And like to us, Minneapolis was like, wow, this is like this is the center of the universe. Might, able, might as well be New York city. It's so busy and crazy and, my parents just made it sound like we were in the triangle of death trying to get off <laughs> yes. freaking 35 North and get on to 7 it West is, or if, something. If
1: we don't make the right turns, we are driving straight to hell. And yeah, I, I yeah. went to college Amen. in the Minneapolis Amen. area,
2: so I drove that all the time, and it was not nearly as daunting. But also, we were pulling a boat, so I will give him a pass. Wait. Like You can't change lanes in a hurry with a, yes. a StarCraft behind you. It's not happening.
1: <laughs> StarCraft.
2: <laughs>
0: 26 <laughs> foot bay liner <laughs> my dad and i my we have the a puny little toyota diesel rear wheel drive pickup it's like the size of this table it's so small my dad and i took that to a twins game one year i was like 10 and we got to this like we're getting close to minneapolis and it's my dad's like having me read the map He's like saying, North, south, where do we go? And I'm like looking up and, well, oh, north isn't always up. Sometimes north is this way. And I don't know. To, I'm like crying in the passenger seat. We got lost. In Wiping some, your like, tears with res- your Shane Mac jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got lost in some residential neighborhood. That oh, was a disaster. Driving probably, cities now. You were probably cities. in Chanhassen. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, the event that it was to go to the movie store and rent movies with your family mm. for a big weekend. Big Friday night. Huge. And you're going to watch that movie three times. Yep. yep.
2: You're going to watch it as many times as you can before you got to give it back on Saturday.
0: It was so fun to go to the movie store. And just peruse the shelves. It was really exciting.
2: But also, I'm
0: Devastating, though. If the movie you wanted, they didn't have any copies. Devastating.
2: I I was a scaredy cat. So, like, I'd get scared if I even, like, looked at the cover of Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Or I'd be like, that's Freddy Krueger. (laughs) And I would get scared and, like, I got to stay over by, like, Ace Ventura.
0: Yeah. Ace will protect me.
2: Um, My small town place also could rent. You could, like, rent a Sega Genesis. Gratty or or nice. rent, like, an N64. And it came in, like, a padded, like, pizza delivery bag. We couldn't do that, could we? I don't par- know. I remember it. my parents, like, sometimes letting us, before we had our own system, you could rent it for, like, Friday night and turn it back in Sunday. And it was a big deal. Like, we're going to rent an N64 or a Sega Genesis. That would be sick. And we get Casey's Pizza and a two
0: liter pop. Yep. and? Make popcorn.
2: My dad would always get like under siege for after like we went to bed. He would get like some sort of action movie. My dad would wants the, the you know, Steven Seagal yeah. or uh, Schwarzenegger commando, something like that. And then us as kids, we would get to rent something more family, you know, Dennis the Sandlot, the Menace or the yeah, something
0: like that. Yeah. I, I just, uh, very specifically remember us all going to the, the fan, the movie store one night and, uh, um, my dad really wanted to get the movie The Abyss. Mm. Do you remember that movie? I remember the cover. No, was I was getting afraid of Cat. I don't like ocean. scary movies. It terrified me of the ocean after seeing that movie. Well, you live in Northwest Iowa, so yes. that's a weird thing to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're living in the right place. <laughs> Never know when you're gonna jump into Storm Lake and all of a sudden the bottom's just not gonna be there. Storm Lake is like four feet deep. <laughs> Isn't it notoriously shallow? Back then
2: yeah. it was everybody like, says you can stand up like in the six, center though. of it.
1: I think it's at this point with how dry it's been. I, and I it's mean, you can probably you, when you it's, it's when it's, it's been a dry rain. Yes. A dry rain. <laughs> 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 when it's
0: plush full of water, it's like thirteen feet at its deepest. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> very specific uh, spots. All yeah. right. I had some other stuff to get
0: to, but we'll save it for next time. Let's do it. Boys, that was fun. You guys think so? I had a great time. As always.
2: Um, I think so. when people listen to this, they're going to be like, wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to try to do one, but I can't. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Listen, uh, listen to a Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Search for Backroads and Bonfires. Uh, or, d-
2: hey, download us off LimeWire, Download or Us off Napster Lime Or
0: Audio Galaxy. Yes. Speaking of download, just go out there. Even if you don't want to listen to it, just hit download every episode will download you didn't have to listen but it'll help with the numbers yeah and then burn so this podcast
2: onto a cd and write now that's what i call podcasts <laughs> volume one
1: on your burnt cd your and
2: hand it out to all your
1: friends there you go prom 2004
2: <laughs> peds, ah. ped's podcast prom mix hold for edit <laughs> that's a high school event hut yeah. <laughs> hut